Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. six o'clock on a Sunday give or take a minute or two what's happening once again it's your boy Onyx here at going full nerd what's good everybody what's happening I'm glad you could join us you know sometimes it takes a little bit to get a person up and going and for me sometimes it's me sipping on that adult beverage as I talk and record the Going Full Nerd podcast live with you every Sunday. Big shout out. What's up to my man Ron, old school New York. What's up, homeboy? What's going on? So check this out, y'all. As you see, you see the title. Today's title is It's Fast, They're Furious. We're going to get a review on the movie Hobbs and Shaw. I know it's been out in the box office for about a week, but this is how we're going to do it. But check this out. We got some things that we always do before we talk on a Sunday. So let's get that out the way. Number one, hey, you see the little ticker right above me? You see all the names of the people that already donated. All I'm going to say is if your name isn't on the ticker, you may want to try to do that yourself. We got a goal of $1,000 to raise for Children's National Medical Center in Washington, D.C., y'all. I do this every, every year. So we really need everybody to try this, you know, in the future. You know, just go ahead. Go to goingfullnerd.com. You look to the right side of the website. You'll see a thing talking about fundraising goals. You go ahead and click that and make your donation. You got up until December 31st to make that donation. We want to meet and break that goal, folks. That's all I'm saying. And that's via extralife.org. But check this out. Make sure you type in uh, Team Going Full Nerd when you do it. Number two, I want to make sure if you're not already subscribed to the YouTube channel, please go to youtube.com slash goingfullnerd. Click subscribe. Hit the bell. That way you get the notifications because if I go live on a moment's notice or so you won't miss the Sunday live stream where we record the podcast. Remember that you can also catch the replay on YouTube.com of all the different reviews, all the different shows when I interact and work with each of you. Please also listen to the podcast. You can check that out on anchor.fm slash goingfullnerd, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And wherever you consume your audio podcast. And last but not least, if you want a little bit more raw and uncensored, please 
Check me out on Twitter. That's O-N-Y-X-X-X-1-9. Six nine, and you can catch when I get one of those moments during the day and want to talk some smack. That's what I do. Whew. That was a lot to get out. That was a lot to get out. But remember, hit this video with a thumbs up, chick chick. Type in a message in the chat so I could give you the shout out to know that you are here. And let's talk about the top five box office for this weekend. Top five is our number one. Number one movie, which is what we're reviewing today. Second week in the box office. It was last week's number one. Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Pulling in $25.4 million. Holla, holla to my boy Omar. What's happening, homeboy? So, check this out. Coming in at number two is a newcomer. Scary stories to tell in the dark. Lionsgate's Films. Pulling in $20.8 million. In his first weekend, coming in at number three, Buena Vista. You know what Buena Vista is? That's Disney, folks. I own stock. That's how come I know. So check this out. Lion King 2019. This the new one. You know, the Beyonce and, uh, you know, Childish Gambino version. <laughs> Last week's number two drops to number three, pulling in 20 million even. Coming in at number four, brand new. And I don't know why people do this. You know, we did it. We did it. Yeah, they did it. Paramount Pictures, Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Swiper, no swipey. Basically, newcomer coming in at number four, pulled 17 million. And last but not least, coming in at number five. That's a big fall from Gaze for last week's number three. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood by Sony, pulling in 11.6 million. So let's go. This ain't going to be a long show, folks. This ain't going to be long. But let's talk about this, okay? You know, this movie, Hobbs and Shaw, is far from the original Fast and the Furious as you can get. So think about this, all right? Back in 2001, we had a movie about street racers, custom cars, with wild driving stunts, Basically, all your action movie elements. And, you know, hey, like most movie franchises, it had a trilogy. You know, you had Fast and the Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious. And then you had Tokyo Drift. That was it. That was the three OGs right there. And like all movie franchises, it did the three and it was good, right? But no, but no. Somebody said, wait a minute, b -b -b bang and they added story elements to make a 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, and going to have a ninth soon, okay? Which included heist, spies, you know, saving the world, basically jumping, you know, over ditches and canyons and people and through cities and, you know, we got walkie-talkies and, and infrared scanners and we putting on suits you know, it was it was like that, okay? You know, and it went way off the chart. It went way off the chart. But we figured, wait a minute, there's more. You know, short of fighting space aliens, Fast and the Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Okay? Now think about this. The biggest loser in the Fast and Furious franchise is not the fans. It ain't the fans. The fans didn't lose. The fans didn't lose. You know, 
Paul Walker tragically passed away. Car accident. Not related to the movies, but this was on his own time because he was a... He was a, you know, he was, I'm laughing at the comments because I'm going to get to that. Last, but, not, you know, it wasn't related to the movie, but, you know, it was like, hey, it is what it is, you know. But this is the thing. The biggest loser is Tyrese because Tyrese opened his mouth, you know. What more do you want from me? And, you know, don't get mad at that. Don't get mad because they brought in star power, homeboy. You know, it is what it is, man. You wasn't right since baby boy. Ever since Vin Rames cooked butt naked in your mama kitchen, you've been wrong, Tyrese. I'm just saying. But anyway, this is the thing. The movie, it was action from the start. Hobbs and Shaw was action from the beginning. It contained all the elements that you want from a mindless summer flick other than space aliens. Let's keep it real. And I have a feeling it is going to go to the space alien. Space aliens always come next. All right. Now, here's the thing. This was Fast and the Furious Presents. Hobbs and Shaw's. This was not an official sequel or continuation of Fast and Furious. This was a way to get The Rock and Jason Statham away from Tyrese and Vin Diesel. Let's keep it real. Let's keep 100% real, okay? So check this out, right? Now, there was one thing that Hobbs and Shaw really didn't need. And that was the tagline Fast and Furious Presents. I'm just going to say it. I'm going to say it. This movie could have stood alone without having the Fast and Furious moniker. Okay? Now, I understand both of their characters were introduced in the Fast and the Furious movies. I understand that. But after watching this film, I did not need to see the Fast and Furious films to know who these guys were. I did not need to see this film to get their backstory. They did enough of a backstory in this movie that The Fast and Furious Presents could be completely cut off of the title. I'm just saying. Okay? Now, this is the thing. I get it. You want to save some time in storytelling. I got Hobbs. I got Shaw. They was in a couple of movies. You know, they connected to this. You know, tragic backstories. I get it. I get it. But it wasn't necessary. You know, there was no mention of the other stuff. It's a new franchise. That's right. It's a brand new franchise with thinly veiled connections to the old school Fast and Furious. Very thin. You know, I mean, they had cars. They had souped-up cars. They had nitrous. They, were, they had nitrous flowing like I drink this beer. <laughs> now, the whole crew is not going to get spinoffs. I know that. But, this is, but, but let's go ahead. Now, here's the thing. You will enjoy this movie if you go see it. I will say that. I'm going to say that. All right, I'm going to put that out there. This movie will be enjoyed. The traditional, I mean, the first three Fast and Furious films, the people that like those three films, the people that those three films appeal to will not like this movie as much as I did. 
Okay, I like the first three Fast and Furious. I dig it. I'm a car guy. I got a Mustang. I roll. I try to keep my car nice. I got fire. I got flashing lights on my car. People say, "Oh, come on, man, you're too old for that." I don't care. I could do it. I did it. It's mine. Okay, I dig it. The rest of the Fast and Furious, yeah, I dig the action, explosions, Michael Bay style, you know, going around fast. You know, Vin Diesel looking all ball doing this. Ah, you know, you know, yeah, yeah, I could dig it. I am, no, that's the wrong movie for Vin Diesel. My bad. So, there's the thing. Now, I don't have neon lights on my car. <laughs> I just got some LEDs that make it bright. You know, I'll post some pictures on Instagram. But anyway, let's 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 rock this, okay? So here's the thing. I said I enjoyed it. I mean, it is what it is. You know, because hey, I did like the original films, don't get it wrong. You know. Everybody knows back in early 2000, we was all digging Pimp My Ride with Exhibit. And this movie basically just threw that through the roof. You know, let's be realistic. You everybody you this is what you did in the early 2000s. You downloaded music on LimeWire, right? And then you watched Pimp My Ride on MTV, and then you went and saw Fast and Furious. That's how it worked back then, you know? That's what went down. No, it's not a straight-to-DVD movie, Low Cuts. It is not a straight-to-DVD movie. So let's figure out what's going on. This is the thing. In Hobbs and Shaw, we found a way... To have Jason Statham and The Rock save the world in their own unique way and not be grounded in semi-reality by Vin Diesel and the rest of the crew. Okay? Let's keep it real. There's only so much you can take of Ludacris, Tyrese, and Michelle Rodriguez. Okay? Let's keep it real. You know, I, I appreciate Michelle Rodriguez in the Fast and Furious films, but I appreciate Michelle Rodriguez when she's that sweaty Hispanic with a machine gun in the action flicks. I mean, let's be let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. All right. Vin Diesel, they, they don't want Vin Diesel on screen with The Rock no more. I'm just saying. They don't want Vin Diesel on the screen because Vin Diesel ain't buff like The Rock. Vin Diesel look like me standing next to Vin Diesel standing next to The Rock. Let's keep it real. It is what it is. Yes. Yo, Michelle Rodriguez, Resident Evil, she was like bad. Come on. That was like classic. Classic. But this is the deal. All right. Hobbs and Shaw was a spy movie, you know, typical. You know, we got the super secret organization. We got the spy agencies. Got to send somebody to stop the killer virus. And we got the best of the best of the best of the best. We had cameo appearances by Ryan Reynolds. We had cameo appearance by Kevin Hart. I think Kevin Hart got something going on with The Rock. You know, I, I want to know who, who's the man in that relationship. I mean, nothing wrong with it. I mean, I'm just saying. But Kevin Hart and The Rock been real close recently. Been making a lot of movies. I swear, if I see a remake of Twins, you remember the Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? And if they do make this movie with The Rock and Kevin Hart, I am going to say, use this video right here as proof that they should pay me. Shut up and pay me. Kevin Hart, 
and The Rock twins work with it. I'm telling you that's going to happen. Okay? I'm letting you know. <laughs> Somebody said Kevin Hart. <laughs> Loka said Kevin Hart and The Rock is like Joe Biden and Obama. No, 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 no. That's a bad. They, hey, I kind of, they yo, Kevin Hart and The Rock don't go down like iconic duos, man. I'm sorry. You know, I mean, that's. <laughs> yeah, but you understand what I'm saying, fellas. You know what I'm saying. Okay. So think about it. This movie, it was a spy movie, man. It was a thriller. You know, like we would see in the 80s and 90s. We gonna make it work like that, okay? We gonna make it work like that. Deadly Virus on the Loose, two toughest guys in the world, one smooth, one hard. Uh, and then the marketing for this, I know y'all seen the whoop-ass version of Lipton Ice Tea. I know y'all saw that. I know y'all saw it. And they just doing it. And see, and this is the other thing about the movie. And I'm, I, I may be spoiling some of this. So I'm sorry if there were some spoilers in this. But y'all need to get up and go to the movies too. So check this out. <laughs> Rock Heart. <laughs> Yo, that don't sound right. <laughs> that don't sound right at all. But anyway. But what I'm saying is, this is, this. you know, I, I think The Rock, was, is trying to com compete with Jason Momoa when it comes to how many times can we show the Samoan community on film? Because, you know, Jason Momoa, he be all at the things, he be doing his dance, he be swelled up and swell. Rock did all of that in this movie. He did all of that in this movie. I think he got everybody on Samoa a job from this movie. He did it. He did it. And he got Kevin Hart a job. So I don't know. I don't know. That's what heart right. Yo, anything mixing them two just don't sound right. You know, what is it? The Heart Rock Cafe? <laughs> I mean, what happened? Oh, that movie was rock hard. <laughs> Yo, it just don't sound right. It just don't sound right. But you know, but like I say, if they if they remake twins with those two, yo, and get a cameo with Arnold and Danny DeVito, son. Son. You know they need to pay your boy. Come on. They need to just open up the wallet. Just start issuing me money. But check this out, y'all. But this is it. But aside from all the jokes, all jokes aside, okay, I really enjoyed watching this movie because it was mindless action. It was just straight up, some comedy, some action, over-the-top stunts. I really dug it. It was something to watch while there was nothing else better to watch in the theaters. The bad guy. So let's talk Idris Elba. All the women love Idris Elba. You know, and, uh, and what I think it is, and what I think it is, is, you know, Idris Elba comes along and he has... That, what's that, I don't know if I'm doing the right accent, but it's that Cockney accent, you know, what we believe to be that European type of accent, and when he's like, oh hell, well I'm the black Superman, when he says that, he's just over the top, dressed in all black, riding a motorcycle, you see, you see what I'm saying, you know, he's taking bullets, He's like taking bullets, you know, like shrugging them off. He's, yo, he went, he went toe to toe 
with the rock and Jason Statham. They had him with some old Terminator style graphics. So he look at you, the eyes glow, and it was like coming in, left hook, super fast, duck left. Uh oh, wait a minute. He's trying to fix it with an uppercut. Yo, swing back. Oh, counter, bob, weave, shimmy. Oh, he was doing all that. <laughs> he was doing all that. I don't know if I was watching The Terminator or if I was watching a Fast and the Furious movie at that point. I ain't gonna lie. But the mindlessness of the movie kept me entertained. That's right, Idris Elba was the black Superman. Yo, it was almost that type of scene, like... Iron Man and Cap and Winter Soldier fighting in that in that in, in Civil War. You know, it was like ping boom pop boom ping pop boom. You know, there was I mean it was it was a fight and a half till they figured out how to beat him. And it was like, you know, I'm not gonna spoil the movie, but they figured out how to beat him and they started doing it. And it was like, oh yeah, uh uh uh. The type of damage that The Rock and Jason Statham and this dude was taking, I was like, come on. And the ultimate big bad villain reminded me of like Cobra Commander or one of those secret organizations with the, you know, you never see who the real bad guy is. And then, you know, all you get is that, you know, you know we're coming to get you, Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> you know, it's like, come on. Come on, you gotta love movies you don't have to think about. Now, let's be realistic. This movie was not perfect. This movie was not something that you gotta break your neck to go see. It's an average film, you know? It is what it is. Like I said, it gave me that mindless getaway from reality that people expect in a summer action movie, especially as you draw near to the end of summer, especially since school's getting ready to start or has already started in a lot of places. So here's the key. You don't break your neck for premium formats. No IMAX, no 3D, no Dolby Digital, none of that, okay? Aside from the cameos with Ryan Reynolds, Kevin Hart, Hobbs and Shaw, it was the great mindless getaway. Okay, so let's do this. If you want to get out and see a movie till the next big blockbuster hits theater, you go ahead. Okay, this is what I want you to do. <laughs> Who's that? I'm not gonna spoil that. I'm not gonna spoil who got the Roman Reign. I'm not gonna spoil it. But check it out. Go catch a matinee. I know a lot of places got five dollar Tuesdays, eight dollar Tuesdays. You know, early in the morning, maybe on a Saturday, you, you just finished cutting the grass. You don't, nothing you want to do. You go on over to the movie theater. You get you some popcorn and you hide out from your honeydew list. That's what Hobbs and Shaw is. And on the going full nerd scale, it gets a hearty 3.6. 3.6 for mindless fun and action. It's not going to win any awards, okay? And it is what it is. Boom, bang, I got it. Whoo, I got it. So let's talk, let's talk to you guys for a little bit. What's going on? Boom, let's go ahead. I'm going to have to talk about Brightburn. You know what? I still did not see Brightburn. 
And it's not, I, I, I'll have to see it on digital. I'll have to do that. You know, I'll go ahead and do that. That's right. You got to get it with the extra butter. Large popcorn, extra butter. If you got a cool movie theater like me, you're going to get an adult beverage and sip with it. But this is the thing. It's, it's, it is what it is. It's crazy, mindless, action, fun. Check out Hobbs and Shaw. It's worth it. DVD, definitely a DVD, red box rental. Go ahead and grab it. Peep it out. It'll have, you'll have fun with it. You'll laugh. All right? But anyway, boom, Brightburn. I would talk about Brightburn, you know what, and I think I need to do a video because this came up along my Twitter feed. People were talking about how easy it is to write Superman as a villain. And truthfully, it very much so is. And I think Brightburn came up in that conversation along with a couple of other comic books and things like that. So I definitely think I need to go and do that. <laughs> IMAX offers red wine and chocolate. Mm, okay. I'd rather go to the hood theater where I get a slits malt liquor bowl and maybe a snicker. You know, maybe that maybe that'll work out a little bit better. Maybe, you know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Don't don't break the wallet when it comes to Hobbs and Shaw. But anyway, everybody, guess what? Guess what's going down? I'm gonna throw this out at you. Whew. Twenty minutes in, I think we're good for the night. What you think? Movie? Oh, y'all talking movie food? Y'all making me hungry? Nachos with the with the with the with the jalapenos? Oh man, you get the jalapeno, oh, the jalapeno flavored cheese nachos at a movie? You know what? I'm going to have to check my movie theater because I did not notice the movie theater. I like going to Alamo Drafthouse Cinemas because, you know, they serve you your food at the thing. I did not notice nachos on the menu. I've had loaded fries. I've had hot wings. I've had coffee and an egg sandwich. But I can't remember if they got nachos. I'm going to have to peep that out. Hmm. Something to think about. All right, everybody. But anyway. This is the deal. Oh, good. So well, hold on. We go. We got some questions. I got a couple questions. Batman who laughs. You know what? I haven't really. I've, I've been thumbing through those books. I might have to see that. I might have to see that. I might have to read a couple of things. They got. You know, Marvel's been sending me all this stuff about absolute carnage. So I've been getting that flood in my inbox. If there's anybody from Warner Brothers that comes across my podcast or my live stream, send me some info. I love to talk more about some Warner Brothers stuff. I only get a little bit of info because y'all all tight on y'all press kit. Like it's like you know, like it's made out of gold or something. All I'm doing, hey, free advertisement. Send me the stuff, y'all. Stop being funky with it, Warner Brothers. Come on. I get Warner Brothers animation. Warner Brothers animation teaches, treats me right. DC Comics be treating the brother like a red-headed stepkid. I'll be like, come on. Come on. But how many verses of Batman are we going to get? I mean, October, we got a lot of movies coming out, and The Joker is one of the movies. And this is not related to any other DC movie, so we have to see. But anyway, y'all. I still got to review Batman Hush. I think I need to do something funky on that because I watched that. That was good. That was good. I might have to, I might have to talk about that a little bit. But anyway, peace, y'all. This is uh, your boy Onyx signing off. I did my 30 minutes on a Sunday. I don't know if this is community service or a mental break, but this is what I do for you. Football season starting up and go New York Giants. I've been playing Madden. I've been getting whooped. So I know my Giants are going to be trash and we will talk about hush i think i might have to do a live stream during the week 
I think that's what I need to do. But anyway, or at least record a video. But anyway, this is your boy Onyx signing off. Remember, follow me on Twitter. Hit like on this video. I see how many of you are in this chat room. All right? So hit like on the video. Hit the thumbs up. Help a brother out. Peace, y'all. And I'm out of here. Let me hit this music. Boom. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother...